Welcome to the Yogi Fuel Podcast, the podcast that's all about up-leveling your health, your practice, and your consciousness. We'll be taking the ancient wisdom of yoga and Ayurveda mixed with modern science, having conscious conversations with spiritual thought leaders and alternative health professionals, and sometimes just me sharing my own experiences and knowledge to support you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Melissa Singh, and this is the Yogi Fuel Podcast. All right, so welcome to the very first episode of the Yogi Fuel Podcast, and I'm super excited to be bringing this to you guys. It's something that's been a dream of mine for a long time, and I just wanted to take this very first episode to introduce you to myself and Yogi Fuel, what the podcast is going to be about, what you can expect from the episodes, and then we've got three great tips to get you started. All right, so for me, this journey started with, you guessed it, food. If you know me, I'm a huge health foodie, specifically a vegan health foodie with a background in exercise physiology, nutrition, and Ayurveda. I'm also a very dedicated Ashtanga practitioner. And something I noticed was that so many practitioners and yogis that I know had no idea what they should be eating to support their practice. Also, many of these practitioners were not vegan or vegetarian, even though a traditionally yogic or spiritual diet is an all or mostly plant-based diet. So many of these yogis I knew kind of wanted to be vegan, but had no idea where to start. And so Yogi Fuel began as a way for me to teach yogis how to adopt a conscious, plant-based, more yogic diet. And I started teaching cooking classes out of my apartment and developed an online program to help people. But... As that program evolved, I recognized that there were so many areas of life where people weren't living in a way that was in alignment with how they wanted to feel, and it felt like there was this disconnect, and it felt like it was bigger than just food. It seemed to me like people were showing up on their mat each day, committing to this daily sadhana, and for many practitioners, at least in the beginning, this is where it stopped. And it was like they'd be mindful for 60 to 90 minutes when they were on their mat, and then they'd go out into the world, into the chaos that is life, and just like not pay attention to what they were eating or doing. They were relying on tons of coffee all day, going through life feeling anxious and burnt out. And like, that's just not what practice is all about. Now, I practice Ashtanga Yoga, and I practice mostly primary series, and in Sanskrit, primary series is referred to as yoga chikitsa, or yoga therapy, and a lot of people, um, you know, like senior practitioners, talk about the series as being like a cleansifying, cleansifying, a cleansing and purifying practice, and that's great, I mean, but if we're only cleansing our body and our mind for that 90 minutes when we're on our mat, and then filling it with garbage for the rest of the time, the practice is not going to work very well. And in my opinion, in order to experience the full benefit of our practice, we want to be doing some sort of cleansing, purifying practice in the rest of our lives as well. If we want to be more calm and have more energy and feel great all day long, we need to be aware that what we put into our bodies and our minds totally has an effect on this. And now this daily cleansing and purification doesn't have to look like anything big and crazy or some big grand detox. It really just looks like fueling our body with good, nourishing whole foods, doing little things like meditation daily, and just being more mindful about what it is that we're putting into our body and into our consciousness. And if we could bring that same consciousness and awareness that we have into our practice, into everyday life, it would make such an impact. And so like I said, we do not need to be perfect by any means. Like I eat donuts and wine just as much as the next guy. And those things aren't going anywhere and they shouldn't have to. 
we just need to arm ourselves with the awareness of what's going to support our body and mind and what's going to hinder it or harm it and then make conscious choices that are in alignment with how we want to feel. So the Yogi Feel movement is about consciously fueling your body, mind, and soul so you can not only stay strong and healthy for your physical practice and maybe even improve it, but so that you can reap the benefits of that practice all day long and as a natural consequence, up-level your entire life. And so it's all about bridging that gap between recognizing how we feel right now and then identifying how we want to feel so we can start doing the things we need to do to feel how we want to feel so we can start living more in alignment with our capital S self, our highest self. And that's really the foundation of Yogi Fuel. And so throughout this podcast, I'm going to be giving you really accessible, practical ways of nourishing yourself and taking your practice off the mat so you can finally live a life that's more easeful, that's filled with abundant energy and have a calm, clear mind. I want you to feel connected to your choices and start doing things from a place of conscious awareness rather than mindlessly and habitually. And Consciously fueling our body, mind, and soul is so important because whether or not we realize it, we are always fueling our body, mind, and soul. We just might not be aware of it. But everything we do from the things we eat, the people we surround ourselves, the life we lead, the job we do, these are all fueling us, guys. And Yogi Fuel, like I said, is about connecting you to how you want to feel and then figuring out what you need to do to be in alignment with that. And so On this podcast, we are going to use the ancient wisdom of yoga and Ayurveda mixed with modern nutritional scientific perspectives to bring you the most useful strategies to help you up-level your practice and your life so you can go from surviving to thriving. Guys, thriving is the name of the game, okay? So many people are living this suboptimal life, are going through the day feeling exhausted and stressed and overworked and unfulfilled and unsatisfied and undernourished but they still practice yoga and have no idea that this is not normal. And so I'm here to show you that you can have abundant energy and a calm, clear mind all day long. You just need to make a few shifts and you're on your way. And there is more to it than just stepping on your mat every day. It's awesome. If you have a daily yoga practice, that is amazing. But in the Yogi Fuel podcast and in the Yogi Fuel world, I'm going to teach you how you can take that practice off the mat and in the rest of your life so that you don't have to be struggling with feeling tired and stressed and overworked so you can really take your yoga off the mat and into the rest of your life. All right. So here are my three simple tips to get you started on your journey toward a more conscious yogi fuel life. And to start, I'm going to give you one tip from each category, body, mind, and soul. So number one, this one is for the body. Start eating more real food. You may be surprised to realize that many of us are not eating real food. We are eating processed food-like substances. Now, you don't have to start by going 100% vegan or even vegetarian, though that would be awesome. You can just start by shifting to eating more whole foods. Processed foods are really difficult for us to digest, and they don't have a lot of prana or life force. Foods that are in their natural, as close to their natural state as possible, have a structure that our body knows how to digest. They have tons of prana and tons of nutrients that are going to keep you feeling fueled all day long. Now, I said before, you do not have to be perfect, and I will always stand by that. In my own personal diet, I like to use the 80-20 rule. So that means that 80% of what I eat comes from whole food sources, good, nourishing, real freaking food, and the other 20% 
or less, if that's what makes sense for you, can be like donuts, wine, vegan cheesecakes, whatever you want, because life should not be about depriving yourself of food. It's all about being mindful that some of these delicious desserts and beverages aren't necessarily fueling your body optimally for your practice. And from that place of awareness, you can say to yourself, okay, I'm going to give my body like some really powerful fuel. And every now and then I'm totally going to eat cupcakes and donuts because they're delicious. Your body is not going to run very well on a diet of purely cupcakes and wine, but it will run great on a diet of mostly whole foods with cupcakes and wine as a condiment or a treat. And if you are interested in finding some really delicious, what I like to call Yogi Fuel approved, you know, sweet, delicious recipes, you should definitely check out my blog and check out my Instagram account at Melissa Sing Yogi Fuel because I'm always posting what I call Yogi Fuel, you know, like desserts that are super delicious and nutritious. So there are totally ways of, you know, making these treats a little bit healthier and a little bit more yogi fuel approved, so to speak. Now, number two, let's talk about the mind. And this one is all about meditation. So all you need to do here is take about five minutes at the end of your day to sit and breathe before you go to sleep. Seriously, this has been game changing for me. And I actually wrote an Instagram post on this a while ago, and people have been raving about how much success they've had. Meditation is one of the most powerful ways to support your mental and emotional digestion. And there's so much stuff out there these days on digestive health for the gut and about creating a healthy gut biome, but what about our mental and emotional digestive health? Everything we take in with our senses needs to be digested just like food. All the interactions we have, our day at work, our conversations with people, arguments, making future plans, all of this stuff needs to be digested and we need to give ourselves time and an opportunity to take it all in. So I like to think of meditation as a probiotic for my mental digestive system. Before I go to bed each night, I try and do at least five minutes of meditation, like a day close. I sit and I breathe and the thoughts about my day, they naturally come up and I feel like my practice, like this short meditation practice helps to digest them. And on the days that I do this before bed, I actually fall asleep really easily. I have an amazing rested sleep, even though I have a very active one-year-old. And on the nights when I don't, I'll like lay awake, replaying the undigested parts of my day and my sleep is more broken. Interesting, right? Five minutes makes a big difference. So I really encourage you to try ending your day with a short meditation and see what happens. And something I've found is that when I just say to myself, okay, five minutes, sometimes I get kind of into it and I end up doing longer. Like I'll do 10 minutes or 15 or maybe even 20. So, but just saying five minutes, I feel like everyone has five minutes before, right before bed. I feel like that has been something that's been super, super helpful for me. Now, tip number three, this one is for the soul. Now this tip is for you to cultivate a spiritual practice. So for me, that looks like Ashtanga yoga. My daily spiritual practice is an Ashtanga yoga practice. But for you, that could look a little bit different. It could look like a deeper, longer daily meditation practice. It could look like going to church or honoring your interpretation of God, whatever that looks like. Maybe it's, you know, chanting mantra or something completely different that I haven't even thought of. But cultivating a practice that allows you to connect deeply with your capital S self or some sort of higher being is super important for supporting and developing that soul part of, of us, of who we are. And one of the most important things that I learned from my teacher was that it's not necessarily so important what you do, rather it's that you pick one thing and you do it over and over and over and over. And my teacher compares it to digging a well for water. So you can imagine we're like, 
digging a well for water and we dig for a little bit and you know we don't hit any water and then we say ah oh, screw it and then we go somewhere else and we start digging and then we dig for a little bit and we don't find anything so then we go somewhere else you know over time you know if we stray from our practice we're going to end up with a whole bunch of holes and not a lot of water but when we pick one practice and so i always like to think of my practice as you know digging for water digging a well and each day i show up my mat i think okay here, I'm just digging a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper. When we pick one practice, we get to go really deep in this one sort of area. And, and I've found that it's been a really, really um, powerful way of seeing myself. And so sticking to one practice doesn't have to be Ashtanga yoga, though I have a little bit of a bias. I think Ashtanga is pretty amazing. Um, sticking to one practice so that you can go deeper and so you can truly, truly see yourself and, and experience a greater depth of practice is really, really important. All right, so those are your three tips. So going forward each week, I'm going to be interviewing an expert in the area of yoga, Ayurveda, alternative health practitioners, or rolling solo with my own awesome wisdom to help you live your best yogi-fueled life. And if this sounds like your jam, please hit the subscribe button, share this all with all your friends, leave a review, leave a comment. If you have anything that you want me to cover, send me a note. The details to connect with me are in the show notes. You can always send me an email at hello at melissasing.com or send me a DM on Instagram at melissasingyogifuel. I always love hearing from people. So don't be shy. And like my role here is to serve you and to help you. So let me know how I can help. Let me know what you want to hear about. And like I said, if you want to connect with me online, you totally can on Instagram at melissasingyogifuel or on Facebook also at melissasingyogifuel. So I'm super excited to be bringing you this podcast, guys. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. And I'll see you next week. Bye.